Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive LLC. See you soon. Westplex 107.1. Yes, I miss me more. Yep. And you know what? I keep warning her. Walk around the studio. Watch where you walk. And then she hits the plug. Knocks it out of the wall. Knocks us off the air. You know, I'm telling you, just like that. Walks right by the plug and goes, and we're off the air. Yeah, and also the squirrels were tired. (sighs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, good morning. A little bit late start this morning, 628. Uh, This is BS in the Morning. I am Shelly. She is Brad. Our web address is bsinthemorning.show. That's the address for the show. The address for the radio station is westplex1071.com. It is a Friday. Not just any Friday. 9-11. Uh, 19th anniversary. I promise we won't get uh, really weird. We will talk about that from time to time and talk about my strange recollections of 9-11, knew exactly where I was at, who I was with, <laughs> and uh, which is a strange story. But anyway, uh, yesterday, Shelly and I had an interesting day, right? We did. It was it was kind of lovely, actually. No, it was kind of weird. <laughs> it wasn't weird. It was, it was lovely. It was a good day. And matter of fact... I don't know if you know this or not, but one of the people we met with is in a big story in the Post-Dispatch today. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> Which is sort of interesting. Send me the article, will you? Uh, see if I can find it again. But yeah, it's one of those things that it's like, okay, we were with newsmakers yesterday, but that's a whole other story. Uh, weather, we'll have that coming up from our own weather uh, meteorologist. I called her weatherologist. Meteorologist Jennifer... And we'll talk about what's going on around town. We have, in right about an hour from now, we have um, Chris Heifel, uh, the lead pastor at Grace River Church. He'll tell us about the big thing that going on to, going on tomorrow, which uh, if you or someone is in need of a little extra food and they're not going to you know, pin you down on if you're like destitute or anything like that, uh, let your conscience be your guide. They're having a free food giveaway tomorrow. We'll find out more about that location, time, and all that good stuff. As well as, I'll say some stupid stuff. Shelly will say some very intelligent things like, you know, once again. Yeah, ma- like doink. Mask controversy. <laughs> here's 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 Shelly's, you know, read on the mask controversy. This is her. So, you know, now you know where Shelly stands on that. Thank you, Brad. You know that's not me, everyone, right? That cracks me up every time when I hear Shelly tell that story. And then, you know, last night, okay, there's a lot of people going to be talking about the first NFL game of the season last night and not necessarily about the game. Man, I don't know. I'm scratching my head in a couple of these things. I'm just scratching my head. Uh, I'm I I don't know. I mean, I have to be honest with you. I think the NFL is making some huge mistakes, huge mistakes. But you know what? And I think probably, and I probably heard it s- someone say it best this morning. They did this last night on the eve of the anniversary of 9/11. And if you will remember one thing that came after 9/11, that probably far you know, good week, two weeks, three weeks. Everybody was together. 
Nobody was saying, well, you don't like me because I'm a woman, or you don't like me because I live in this part of town, or you don't like me because... There was no color, there was right. no gender. And there was no, no political... it was the best of humanity and the worst of humanity. There was no political division, and 19 years later, you can't get any more divided than we are politically. So, uh, anyway, we'll talk about that as the morning goes on. Okay, you ready to get going? I am so ready. And please, please, when you're walking around in the studio... Oh, by the way... I have something new. I have something new that I'm going to debut for the first time. Friday. Oh, dear. Oh, no, 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 no. Seriously. I'll play this a couple times throughout the day. This is going to be one of our new Friday things. This is the Friday mandate. You ready? Uh-huh. Listen carefully. Okay, here we go. Uh, okay. This weekend safety brief. Don't add to the population. Don't subtract from the population. Don't end up in the hospital, newspaper, or jail. If you end up in jail, establish dominance quickly. Have a good weekend. <laughs> I didn't get all that because it's a time delay, but can you play it again? This weekend safety brief. Don't add to the population. Don't subtract from the population. Don't end up in the hospital, newspaper, or jail. If you end up in jail, establish dominance quickly. Have a good weekend. All right. <laughs> Do you agree with any of that? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I have to process that one. Don't add to the population. Don't subtract to the population. Okay. <laughs> you don't like that? <laughs> I don't know if I understand it. Well, think about it for a minute. Mm -hmm. Subtract. Are you going to like wait for me to think about it or can we just move on? Does it take that much processing time for you? <laughs> Sometimes it does, Brad. It's 6.30 in the morning. Uh, no, actually, it's 6.33. Hello, Wentzville Fire Friends. This is Fire Chief John Schneider. Fall is upon us, and it is a reminder of the... Westplex 107.1. It is BS in the morning. I'm Shelly. She is Brad. It is 7... Excuse me, 6.47 on a Friday morning, 9-11, 19 years after the 9-11. The Shelly... Brad. Had to take a minute to get your microphone there. You know what? Yes, I did. On, on that, I'm multitasking. That wasn't too bad, so I'll give it two doinks as far as that. Now it could have been it could have been better, and then you could have gotten maybe four. Doink, 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 doink. Come to think of it, it was a little bit slow. I'll give it one doink. Doink. Okay. Last okay, night. You're good. Are you better? <laughs> yeah, I feel much better. Okay. okay last good. night the NFL season started. Have you heard some of the stuff that went on last night? No. A lot of people aren't happy about this, <laughs> matter of fact. What and, happened? Well, first off, I don't quite understand some of the stuff, okay? And I know I'm going to get in trouble by talking about this. People, I can't believe you said that. Uh, first off, they now have two national anthems. What? We have two national anthems. They played the regular Star Spangled Banner, and then they played the Black Light, the Black National Anthem, which is, I don't know, All Hearts Cry or some weird thing. And I'm going like, okay, I've never heard of that before. Have you ever heard of a black national anthem? I have not. Okay. Now, once again, isn't the idea, and once again, 19 years ago today, isn't the idea of patriotism is that, you know, we may disagree. We may be Republicans and Democrats and, and you know, and green people and libertarians, but we all live under the same flag and we all live, you know, in the same country, Right. Correct. Well, not anymore. <laughs> now, here's here's the bizarre part of it. Okay, the Kansas City Chiefs were on the field during the playing of the Star Spangled Banner, the regular national anthem, and then the black national anthem, whereas the Houston Texans weren't. 
they were in the locker room. And I'm going like, okay, I don't quite get that. Why would one team be on the field and the other team not? Uh, that's number one. I, I head scratch on that. Number two, how did they pick who came to the game? Because they couldn't let everybody in. If you look at the stands, it was like social distancing the stands. And, you know, obviously Kansas City coming off the Super Bowl win, and Kansas City's already had rabid fans, they sell out every seat in that place, okay? Every single seat sell, sold out. Probably every seat, you know, before the, the uh, you know, after the Super Bowl last year, probably every seat was sold out for this year. You know, every game, every seat. But yet, there was like, you know, a row, three people, nobody, a couple rows empty, another row, four people, you know, him going like, okay, who got to go and who got the, who didn't get to go? I mean, is that a dumb question to ask? No, it's not dumb. Well, I'm going like, enough. I'm going like, okay, if you got a ticket, and what do they do? Call you up and go, well, hey, we're sorry, but social distancing, and we've picked the fact that you and your four seats and section twenty-two row, you know, row three seats, five, six, seven, and eight, you can't come to the game. Okay, then this was interesting because the fans booed. After they played the national anthem, the you know the one we know, Star Spangled Banner, and then fans were there. I think it was fifteen thousand, and I think the place holds oh, okay. like sixty-five or seventy thousand. It's a big place. And uh, they booed for the national anthem. No, 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 no. They booed after the national anthems were played. Once again, two national anthems: uh, yeah. the American national anthem and the Black national anthem. I didn't uh-huh. really, I didn't realize they were a separate country, but I guess they are now. Um, then both teams went out onto the field um, in the middle of the field, not like like 50-yard line, but from one end of the field to the other. All the players and all the coaches, they went out and they linked. Both teams? Yes, both teams. They linked arms together. And the line went from one end zone to the other end zone all across the field. That's when the fans booed. And, and what? well, because I think, and you know, once again, okay. Um, so did they do this during the black national anthem or the, no, no. First off they played after, I think this was the order of things they played the, and God, it's hard for me to say when you say the national anthem, it's like, okay, we're going on national anthem, star spangled banner. Well, now there's two national anthems. There's the regular national anthem and there's the black national anthem. First I, up, I don't know if I agree with that because especially today, because today marks the anniversary of something that we were colorblind. I agree. We were gender I co- neutral. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And it's yeah. to the point where it's yeah. like I, I don't agree with what it's they like, did. It's like okay, but you know I understand. We all know what happened with the George Floyd thing and the whole bit. Okay, let's say, and I'm just throwing weird stuff out. Okay, let's say today some Irish dude with you know freckles and red hair. Um, gets arrested by the police. Same thing happens to him. They hold him down, and he dies. Okay? Now do we have, like, a, you know, green power, you know, green green lives matter? Do we then, you know, then, uh, you know, and then all the Irish people, you know, get upset and yell and scream? And then at the football games, do we have three national anthems then? Do we have, like, the American national anthem, the black national anthem, and the Irish national anthem? You know, and where does this end? To the point where, and see, once again, the thing for me is, is that, that, you know, I mean, to me, when you go to a sporting event and they play that national anthem, 
I'm not saying that you should say, oh, our country's great and we don't do anything wrong and it's wonderful and if you're a jerk, if you don't like our country, you know, that's what the country's about in the fact that, you know, the very first amendment uh, that, you know, that they're talking about with the protesting is like, yeah, that's what makes it great because in other country, you protest and you disappear. You know what I'm saying? You just all of a sudden one day. Yes, I do. You're, you're not around anymore. Or in the Russians' case, you eat some food which has got some you know radioactive elements in it, and you die, or you almost die. You know what I mean? It's one of those things like you object with the government, and guess what? There's consequences for that. Okay, so for the most part, we don't have that here. Although there's some people claim we do, but that's another story. Okay, so two different national anthems. So they do the American national anthem, and then the Black national anthem, then. The teams go out on the field and link arms. That's when the fans booed. And why would they boo for that? Because I think it's they're they're going like, "Hey, we came for a football game. Play football." You know what I mean? It's just like, here's the classic story. You weren't around once upon a time here at the old Radio Ranch right here. You know what? I'll tell this next hour. Uh, I'll tell you the bizarre story of the um, what would they call? The Missouri, the sh- no, the show me believers, the show me believers. I'll tell you the bizarre story of the show me believers. Okay, a team you've probably never heard of. The never- show me what? The show me believers. That's what I thought you said. Okay. The show me believers. Okay. That's another fun story, and that's for next hour. And ironically, and we just had him die. It involves Lou Brock. Yeah, his his death was tragic. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about his death. I mean, when he was alive, he was involved with the Show Me Believers. And I'll tell you the weird story. That doesn't surprise me. Okay. Uh, it's 654. 107.1. It is BS The Morning. I am Shelly. She's Brad. 702. It is a Friday morning. It is 9-11. Uh, where were you? Unfortunately, um, you know, it's hard, it's hard to believe that there are people who were born in this millennial that did not experience 9-11. Obviously, if they're born after, um, um, you know, uh, September 11th, 2001. But even still, some of the people, like all my kids, um, went through it to a certain degree. Uh, My oldest son was, let me think, he would have been 16, 17 years old when this happened, something like that. You know, man, I tell you what, the crazy thing for me still was um, no airplanes, nobody in the sky. That was weird. Sort of like what, what happened earlier this year with the pandemic when like 90% yeah. of the planes were, were grounded. Anyway. It was, it was different. Okay. Because I, I worked at Lambert yeah. that, at that time. And um, I'm, I'm just going to share what I, you know, where I was. So I worked at Lambert at the time for the FAA. And were you working that day? Were you working 9-11? I was not. Okay. That was my day off. But I was on the way over to... Um, I was on the way, I just passed the airport, and I was on the way to North County, and I was listening to some, I don't know who it was, it was two shock jocks, basically, I think it was like Bob and Tom, or, I I don't know, I I don't know who it was, but um, they were talking about it, and I'm, I'm, because I just picked up on the tail end of it, and I'm like, shame on them, you know, I thought it was like a war of the worlds kind of thing, because that sounds like something they, they would have done. And I called, David called me, my husband, and um, he and confirmed. Once again, your husband at the time also worked at the FAA. Was he at yes, work? Yes, he, he was at, a radar supervisor. Was he at work that day? Yes. Oh, wow. So he was right in the middle of it then, huh? Yes. 
and um, air traffic did an amazing job getting down all the planes across the airspace, the NAS, um, within you know an hour or two well, across and, the nation. And, and I have to tell you, you know, once again, you said it. Kudos to the FAA guys because yes, what you don't realize is. You know, when you fly, you get on that plane, you go, hey, you're going from St. Louis to wherever. And actually, there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that goes with the FAA, with, you know, there with absolutely. The, oh, is. I know tons of stuff. Departure, you know, uh-huh. rival control, you know, planes come here, planes come there. People are slotted. You know, you're supposed to be here at such and such a time. You're supposed to be there. You're supposed to take off at this time. And all of a sudden, that system completely was thrown in the trash can. Correct. Pretty much, yes. I mean, all of a sudden, it was the goal of air, every air traffic controller who was controlling planes, either being in what they call the terminal area. In other words, you're actually talking to the tower or the approach or the departure controllers or the other controllers. All of a sudden, their mission was, you are here. We are going to take you to the closest airport, which is this airport. No, that's not where you're supposed to be going, but that is where you're going to land. And you're going to land in 32 minutes. And that's exactly that's exactly what happened. Right. And then the pilots, once again, if you've seen any of the modern cockpits, they have all the um, flight computers that they put their, you know, their flight paths in the whole bit. And all of a sudden, here's all these pilots all over the country who are having to. Okay, uh, we were going here. Now we're going there. And I mean, it was just a crazy, weird day. And um, I have friends of mine who were, you know, flying at the time. And uh, matter of fact, one of the guys used to work on uh, not this station, but on our AM counterpart, crap, a guy Midkiff, who was a um, pilot for uh, American, I believe. That's funny because um, there is a gentleman named Sam Mid- Sam Midkiff that was an air traffic controller. Well, guy was an interesting character, but that's a whole other story. But anyway, the the sad part of that is that um, you know nobody knew. You know, it was all uncharted territory, and even to the exactly. point where if it was. if you watch the if you watch that one movie, what was it Flight ninety three or whatever it was? Yeah, um, I didn't watch it. And they had a bunch of the people in the movie who were the actual people. They had FAA people in the movie, plus they had people from NORAD, um, you know, the uh, Strategic Air Command, and all the kind of stuff in there. Anyway, sad thing. Okay, from last hour, let me let me just finish up what we're talking about. Um, okay. Controversy last night with the, if you haven't heard this, with the Kansas City Chiefs. First off, man, the Kansas City Chiefs, you would think that everybody would be super happy. You know, they got this incredible, talented Mahomes guy. Team won the Super Bowl. You know, amazing victory. Exciting game, whole bit. They're tearing that city apart with all this crazy, weird stuff. You know, the Kansas City Star started it with an editorial, we need to stop the tomahawk chalk chop and we need to have people not wear war paint and we need to not have people with feathers and headbands i'm going okay whatever they're the chiefs you know i mean you know your logo is a is a chief with like you know i mean it's like okay you know and they call it arrowhead stadium you know so last night if you heard that we're talking about this, you know, they had two national anthem, anthems, the American national anthem, or, or I'll say our national anthem, and then the black national anthem. Both national anthems, the Kansas City Chiefs are on the field. The Texas uh, team was not. Um, 
the the, the uh, what Houston Texans, whatever they are. I still want to call them the Houston Oilers, but that's old school. Um, anyway, they were not on the field. Then after they finished both national anthems, everybody got on the field and they linked arms, and that's when the fans booed because it's like okay, you know, I and, and some people are saying, well, why did they boo? I think because I don't. Why did they boo? Let's play football. That's what they were saying, and then they put stuff on the scoreboard about you know like the NFL. Here are our goals to be one one family in the country and to black lives matter and blah 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 and i'm going like okay look i'm going to a football game you know what what to a certain extent what is sports sports is entertainment entertainment and sports is escapism okay <clears throat> when you go to a movie you know what are you doing you're trying to escape be entertained you know if you're going to like a thriller or you know like a you know a halloween kind of movie where you know people's heads getting chopped off and all that kind of stuff if you like the gore you go there to be shocked why do people go to haunted houses to be scared and freaked out and stuff like that okay so in other words you're looking for a little bit of of change of pace okay so here's my goofy story way back when i don't know 10 15 years ago we did broadcasts at the family arena. We did all these different teams. We did uh, started off with, I guess, in 1999, uh, first team with the Missouri River Otters, minor league hockey team, and it was a great team. And the first night we did it, we broadcast the games. We were the official station for the games. They sold the place out. It was like 9,200 people in that arena, and I think that was the biggest crowd they ever had, which was the very first night they had hockey in there. And then they had a bunch of other teams came along. They had the, the, the Swarm, which was a basketball team. And then they had this never-ending... Uh, uh, you know, change of all these different football teams. <clears throat> and in the middle of one season, the team was sold. And the beginning of the season, like the first half of the season, it was a bunch of guys that owned it. And it was called the, was it the Renegades, the River City Renegades or something like that. And they had this ceremony at the beginning of the game where they opened up the wagon gate. If you know what I'm talking about, there's a gate that opens up that they bring tractor trailers in when they do like concerts the tractor trailer actually pulls into like this big tunnel and they unload all the equipment you know what i'm talking about i do okay so before the change of ownership when it was the renegades they would have a bunch of these guys with harleys they'd knock the lights down these guys with harleys would come in and each one of the cheerleaders would be on the back of a harley and they would come into the to the, the you know the floor of the of the arena the family arena and they'd circle around you know and they'd guys would be gunning their harleys you know and then all the girls would jump off the motorcycles and they would do the opening dance to acdc you shook me all night long and the ladies will show shall we say were in their you know traditional <clears throat> excuse me traditional cheerleader outfit you know what i mean so they're not wearing I much. Do. Okay? You know what I'm saying? They're not wearing much. I do. Okay. So all of a sudden one day we get the notification that the team has been sold in the middle of the season. And this guy, I can't remember his name, Ed something or other, and we had to have a meeting with him. And he immediately wanted to meet with us because we're broadcasting games. And he was notifying us that... There were going to be some changes in the games, and he wanted us to know the fact that there were going to be some different things they're going to do, and we had to, you know, talk about this on the air. Okay, fine, whatever. So I had something else to do that night, and I didn't go. So my guys who were broadcasting the game, one of them about 15 minutes after the game was supposed to start, he calls me and says, wow, this is really screwy. And I go, what's going on? He says, 
If I told you, you wouldn't believe me. So then later that night, uh, uh, from some friends of mine that I'd given some tickets to, he calls me up. I can't remember if it was, it was him, or his, him or his wife. One of the two called me up and were laughing their heads off. And I'm going, what are you talking about? And they go, oh, my God, you're not going to believe what happened to that team. So Ed, whatever his name was, was Mr. Religion. So in the middle of the season, there was no, you know, they switched name and they, they switched the name of the team in the middle of the season. One day you're there cheering for the Renegades and the next day you're there cheering for the Show Me Believers. Same season, you know, you know same team essentially, but different uniforms, different name, the whole bit. So the game was supposed to start, pregame was like at 7 o'clock, and the game was supposed to start at like 7.10 or something like that, right? You know, sort of usual deal, 5, 10-minute pregame. Okay, let's get things going. They didn't start the game till like 8.30, and there were no Harleys coming in. Uh, the ladies who were the cheerleaders now looked like, you know, like you see those old swimsuits like from 100 years ago. Where I the, was just where thinking the, that. Where the women were at the, the beach, and they've got like the little... I don't know what you call it, like a little skirt that goes down to their knees. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, you know, yes like I do. Old school swimsuits, you know. So that was the 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 uh, um, uh, the, the the look. And one of my friends even made the observation that several of the women had their hair pulled back, like into like a as he called it the school marm look. You know what I'm talking about? Does that make sense if I say the school mom yes. look? Or the good librarian? Yes, yes. The hair, hair pulled back in the back. I don't know. What do you call that? What do you call that? A bun or something like that? Is that what you'd call that? Yeah. Okay. So for the first f- almost hour, they preached. And once again, I'm not Mr. Anti-Religion. But when you go to a football game and you're expecting you know, arena football, which is sort of rock'em, sock'em kind of football anyway. And after a while, you know, like the couple that called me, they're going like, at first we're going like, okay, what's going on? You know, because they'd been to other games. And this went on. And once again, one of the new owners of the team was Ed, can't remember his name, and Lou Brock and his wife. And Lou Brock just recently passed away. And if you know Lou Brock, in his later years, he became a minister. Him and his wife were both reverends, ministers. I can't remember exactly what they were. And they bought into the team because they decided that they were going to use the team to essentially preach the gospel. So, (laughs) and the crazy part of it was, in the meeting we had with this guy, Ed, whatever his name was, can't remember his name anymore, um, he talked about how he was going to fill the stands because of the fact that he knew all the church people in St. Charles County and all the church people were going to embrace football, you know, with now that he owned the team and that he was going to turn the team around because of the fact that and he didn't come out and say it, but he sort of made the the I guess you would say the he sort of implied that the fans that normally would show up at football games are heathens. And he didn't say that in so many words, but you sort of read between the lines that he was essentially saying, well, they're not our people or something like that. So anyway, <laughs> my guys who do the game, they call me the next morning. Oh, my God, it was a train wreck. 
you know, and the whole night was bizarre. And it and, and the problem for us was it threw us way off because typically, you know, you we're doing broadcast of the game, you know, Cardinals game, they've got it down to the second. You know, pregame starts at exactly this time. You know, you know, da, da, you know, first pitch is exactly at this time. You know, bonk, 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 bonk. especially with the network games like they're doing football, basketball, baseball, things like that. If you've ever been to a football game, you actually see sometimes you'll see the players just around standing out in the field, and there's a guy with a uh, looks like a, a construction vest, and it's got a big X on it. He's the network timekeeper, and he's the guy that tells the officials when they can start playing football again because they got to get all the commercials in. So in other words, it's, you know, once again, that's what's paying the bills. The commercials are paying the bills. So this whole thing gets bizarro, and I'm going like, I don't believe this. And, and I, you know, and then I have another meeting with the guy, and he, oh, it was great. We, you know, we, we ministered to the, to the folks. And I'm going like, well, yeah, but there's a little problem. In the broadcasting business, we told people that pregame was at 7 o'clock and the game was going to be at 7.10, and at 8.15, you were still preaching. And he says, well, what's wrong with that? And I said to him, and he got mad about this. I can still remember them. I said, when you, if, I said, what if you showed up for church on Sunday morning, and instead of church, there were a bunch of football players that were there to show you how to throw a pass? And he looks at me, he goes, well, that would never happen. I go, let's say it did. What would you do? Well, I'd probably leave. I go, guess what? <laughs> People come for a football game. They don't come to be preached to. Moral of my story, that's where I think the NFL's screwing up. You know, you go to a football game, don't preach to me. You know, don't, you know, don't, you know, here's. Yeah, the you, God Squad, you know, the Rams God Squad, they um, they they were preachy in a nonverbal kind of way, actually. Who are you talking about, the Rams God Squad? Huh? Who are you talking about? Kurt Warner. Oh uh, well, but 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 see, but see, I think the the deal with him was, you know, I I will give him credit in that he first and foremost knew he was a football player, okay, and he knew that's how he's made his money, and you know, and once again, he didn't stop the game and you know and say, oh, it's time for a prayer, you know what I mean? I mean, and you know, I'm not anti-religion. Matter of fact, a lot of people don't know this about me, but I am a reverend. I have married people, right? You know that. Okay? I do. Okay, so I'm not anti-religion. But once again, it's one of these things where if I go to the quickie mart and I walk in to buy something and the guy behind the counter says to me, "Um, sir, uh, are you a sinner? I'm looking at him going like, none of your business, dude. You know what I mean? (laughs) I mean, you know, once again, it's like I'm there to buy stuff. I'm not there to be preached to. And by the same token, you know, if you show up at like, you know, I mean, let's say you go to um, the county to pay your taxes. You don't want to have Joe Politician standing in the lobby telling you how great he is and, you know, and how, you know, and how you're, t- you know, you're paying your money and you're in there, you know, sort of, oh, God, I got to pay them taxes money. And he's in there saying, hey, taxes are great. Look at the lobby. It gives you a park and it gives you streets to ride on. And you should be happy when you come here to pay your taxes. You should be It's like smile. tithing to the right, federal right. government. You should be smiling. And you just, oh my God, I get to go down and pay my taxes today. Oh, I love it going down to the county building and paying my taxes. No, you know, you're there for a purpose. And, you know, don't, don't just, you know, am, am I getting weird or what? Go ahead. More than usual, like different <laughs> or what? <laughs> I, I, I know it didn't come out like I wanted it to, but really. Well, see, once again, 
I think the fact that when you have the NFL and you know now with the NBA and you have this whole social whatever you call it social justice movement and stuff like that and and I'm going like okay whatever you know I mean you know and and the crazy thing about it is I mean once again 19 years ago if there would have been an, an, an F, NFL game that night it canceled everything but let's say there would have been an NFL game that night do you think that anybody would have cared anything about other than the fact that our country just got attacked and and that you know what are we going to do and I saw it again last night I played it when George W Bush showed up a couple days after 9/11 when you know and he went and stood on the rubble which was one of the twin towers and he got on that bullhorn remember that he got on that megaphone yeah. evil doers right yeah, yeah and 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 talked about you know you know hey you know you know you know you you hear us well you know, you people who did this to us, I can't remember his exact terms, you will hear us, you know, or something like that. And everybody went nuts. And there was nobody going like, oh, we can't go attack them. They're human beings. You know, it's at a point where look what they did to us. And to the point uh -huh. where I think everybody was like, okay, vengeance. Yes, vengeance is not good. But in this case, vengeance is justified. You know what I mean? I mean, and Absolutely. I hate to say something like that, but that was the, you know, most people were thinking that. You know, like, yeah. okay, you kick us, you know, and you blindside us like this, guess what? You know, and, and, and you know, once again, I get that, but it's to the point where, where um, you know, I mean, like with the sporting things, it's like I'm getting so tired of the fact that, well, you know, we have to do this. And, and like the deal was, what's, what's the deal with the NFL that they got, they can put things on their helmets and the NBA, they can put stuff on their jerseys or, you know, I'm going, okay, whatever, you know, whatever. So now we have flair. What's flair? In professional sports. What do you mean? It's called flair. Meaning? It's like bling. Oh, no, no, um, no, no, no. You no, remember not, Fridays? Not bling. When they, they used to tie balloons to your head? Yeah. And they used to have those suspenders that had all those right. you can't things do, that meant something to them? You can't do that That's anymore. called flair. No, that's just called I don't know if it's called Flair. It's Fl called Flair. Flair is is Rick Rick Flair, who's the wrestler. Oh, <laughs> Nature Boy Rick Flair. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> anyway, so that's my piece last night, the Kansas City Chiefs game. You know, and 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 once again, the whole thing is like it's like okay, and and and. I always say when everybody talks about oh the can't have the Kansas City Chiefs you know now I told you you didn't believe me but you know it's now called instead of the Washington Redskins it's now called the Washington Football Team you know oh it is not it, honest to God you don't believe me look it up it's no longer the Washington Redskins it's the Washington Football Team that's a shame they're going to rename the team but they're going to they're going to undertake a search and they're going to ask all sorts of leaders and they're going to ask them what that should be named you know blah 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 you know and and that kind kumbaya, of thing kumbaya. Yeah, but but i always come back to the fact that like okay notre dame how many people in the St. Louis area are fans of Notre Dame, you know, because they went to school there? The Fighting Irish. Yes, and it's a little little ticked off leprechaun dude, you know, and I'm going like, okay, so 
isn't that sort of sort of you know cultural uh, appropriation or whatever they call it? Isn't that sort of like like a culture shaming or isn't that like making fun of a particular uh, you know uh, 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 you know I don't want to call it ethnic background but you know uh, national background of all these Irish people? You know you know what's the what's the running joke? You you know you get the Irish guys two Irish guys and a fight breaks out. You know that kind of stuff. I mean it's like you know I mean like why is that okay? And nobody ever says anything about, you know, oh, Notre Dame, well, little fightish, fighting Irish guys. And look at all the teams around here in the St. Louis area. You know, the, 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 the team uh, the, for, uh, uh, what is it, uh, uh, East Central College in Union? They no, st- I don't know. Well, they used to be the Rebels. Oh, can't be the Rebels anymore. So they're not the Rebels anymore. You know, and, and you know, all these uh, Cleveland's getting... What are they called? The Good Doobies? No, they, I can't remember. They, the Eagles or the Falcons or something like that. Oh, you know, and see, see, once again, my deal is, <laughs> I still say, Pete is going to come along, and you think I'm kidding. Pete is going to come along and go like, the Cardinals are going to have to change their name. It's terrible that you have those two birds on a bat. And by the way, that bat used to be a tree, and somebody cut down that tree to make that bat. And that's a terrible thing. So now you have two birds who are imprisoned upon a bat, which was cut down <laughs> from a tree, and, and therefore the Cardinals should change their logo because of the fact that it not only impinges upon the rights of, of birds, but it, it, it glorifies the fact that we cut down trees and make them into bats. How did I do with that? <laughs> sports is a, our, so our dear friend Caleb Hunter says, sports is a show, not sports. Well, I, I, I'm not... Kind of like the WWE. Well, but, but, but once again, you don't have Hulk... You know, you know, like in the back of the day, I love him getting up in the ring and telling you, hey, no, you know what you did on his TV show. Remember, he had the TV show where he was like, yes, I do. And he was talking to kids. Now, kids, you need to do this and be a good kid. (laughs) And I'm going like, okay. And Hulkster is like probably out womanizing left and right and taking all sorts of uh, crazy substances to keep his muscles pumped up. And he's telling my kids how they should be. Right. Maybe uh-huh. that's maybe that's another example of why this whole thing drives me crazy. Okay. That's hilarious. It's been um, a, a scintillating conversation, but it's seven twenty-six. Westplex one hundred seven point one. It is BS in the morning. I'm Shelley. She is Brad. Our website. What's that website again, Shelley? What website? <laughs> Never mind. Our website is bsinthemorning.show. I was, oh, I knew that. I was you thrown, should have just said that. I was saying, what's our website again? You go, what website? I thought you said, what's that website? And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, there is only there was only one website in the world that matters, and that's bsinthemorning.show. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Come well, on. Well, there is westplus1071.com. Right. Well, don't know about that. Hold on a minute. Chris, are you saying something? Nope, I'm good. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> he was talking. I didn't on here yet. Okay. So, weather's coming up with our own meteorologist, Jennifer Wojcicki. She'll be with us in a minute. Now, on the phone with me, Chris Heifel. Good morning, Chris. How you doing? Chris, you there? I'm here. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Hello. <laughs> okay. Uh, Chris Heifel, the lead pastor, Grace River Church. Big thing tomorrow. Tell us about it. Well, we've got a big event coming up tomorrow uh, from 12 to 2 o'clock at our church parking lot. We're giving away 800 boxes of groceries, uh, free produce at Grace River Church. Now, is, is when you say boxes, do you get like, is it like a box with a bunch of different things in it? Or do you like get a box of apples or a box of this, box right, of that? Yeah, it's an assorted box of produce. So um, all kinds of different fresh produce. So it's um, already pre-sorted. 
and ready to go. So if you uh, if you're in need or if you know somebody in need, um, we would love for you to come by and grab one of these free boxes. They're, they're about a 30-pound box of produce. I don't like uh, fruits and vegetables, but I'm learning how to like them. So, um, and so we're going to have plenty to, plenty to choose from here. We've got 800 boxes, and we've got around 300 people that have pre-registered. So uh, there's plenty of space, and we'd love to have you drop in from 12 to 2 o'clock. You sound like me. I'm thinking to myself, when you say produce, I'm thinking to myself, uh, what's produce? Uh, you know, you know, that's for fruits and vegetables. Once again, what's fruits and vegetables, right? Right. <laughs> do they, right. Do they I'm, have... working at, I'm working at, uh, <laughs> at improving my diet. Yeah. yeah, aren't we all? Now, how did you do this? Uh, we got connected with a group that, uh, this is actually a COVID food relief program uh, that the government put in place. Um, and we got in touch with a food distributor uh, in Kansas City, and this is what they do. So they, they give this food away. They just look for churches to distribute it. So a tractor trailer will show up in your parking lot, what, sometime tomorrow morning, right? Yep. And then you guys have like, uh, do you have like a whole, I mean, I, I shouldn't even ask this. The Grace River Church, you guys are so organized. You probably have a whole traffic plan with people out there with, with you know, uh, uh, flashlights and cones and flags and everything, right? Yeah, we do. We hope to. We hope to make it feel a lot like the Chick Fil A drive-through. <laughs> the so. Chick Fil A drive-through. You know, I have to be honest with you. Isn't that amazing? You know, <laughs> it is. It is. They're <laughs> inspirational in how they do that, and so uh, our system would be very similar to that. To be honest, yeah, we've got we got we got forty of our best people coming out tomorrow to help us with this event, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So I think that we'll we'll be able to. Uh, drop these boxes in the back of somebody's car or their trunk and uh, send them on their way fairly quickly. Now, tell us about, you mentioned pre-register. What does that get you? Does that give you, a, give you like a line ticket or something like that? Yeah, pre-registering ensures that you get a box, and so that's what, pre- that's what pre-registration does. Um, and so, um, yeah, we, we have plenty of boxes, but it sure helps to know that you've got your secure. And you can actually re- register online at graceriver.cc forward slash food relief that's uh, graceriver.cc forward slash food relief and you just put your name in there and, and then essentially that they they that they reserve a box for you then yeah it, on, on that form it's your name and your email address so we're not trying to get you know all your information nothing crazy like that we don't sell your information nothing crazy it's just a way for us to to secure your spot in line well but hey you sell you send me that uh, you sold me that mailing list for your church a couple months ago I'm kidding. That was big money. That was big <laughs> yeah. money. No, we, 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 we take people's information very seriously, and if they're willing to trust us with their information, uh, we, we do not spam them or go crazy or anything like that. And so um, you'll typically only hear from us on Christmas, Easter, or some other random occasion. Got it. That's Chris Highfield, lead pastor of Grace River Church. Also, updates on uh, the services. I know we've had several changes throughout the year due to the COVID thing. Where are we at right now on services at uh, Grace River Church on Sunday? Yeah, so we are live and in person. We've been been in person since May, um, and so we meet at nine and ten thirty. And then we also have online services at nine a.m. or on demand anytime at GraceRiver.cc. So um, we've got uh, a great church and um, some some really down to earth, honest people. Uh, we're not a perfect church, and so if you're looking for a perfect church, don't show up because you'll mess it up, right? And so we're uh, <laughs> we're, we're we're pretty messy. And, uh, you know, we, we all like to say, I'm a mess, and you're a mess. We just ask God to bless this mess. So um, 
we don't have it all together. We say it a lot. It's okay not to be okay. You just can't stay that way, right? And so we're all a work in progress. And so uh, if you've got some baggage, you've got some hurts, habits, or hang-ups, I think you'd love Grace River Church. We're a church for people that don't love going to church. And you're right there on uh, Veterans Memorial Parkway between 79 Salt Lick and, uh, what is that, Billow Creek. And you always give the uh, address, and then you always give the address that everybody understands. And you know what that is, don't you? Right. So we're at 1901 Trade Center Drive, uh, right right as you described, right off of Interstate 70. We're a blue building. It looks like a Honda dealership or a Walmart. <laughs> and... Um, and uh, yeah, the the the, um, the website is graceriver.cc. That's uh, that's graceriver.cc. But food you, relief link is graceriver.cc forward slash food relief. But you missed the 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 uh, the description of location, which I always like when you do it. What did I miss? I'm sorry. You missed the description of your location, which really puts it, you know, into most people's minds. Oh, we're three businesses east. Gosh, I'm dense this morning. We're three <laughs> businesses east of Bolero. Okay. So, you know where the bowling alley there is? Yes, off, right. Uh, off of 70. Right. Uh, their red building, where, where the blue building, just three businesses east. I like color, you know, yeah, red, right. blue. Right. Well, but, but, but see, the interesting thing about that is, is nowadays, even with like Google Maps and things like that, you give people an address and they go, where's that? I go, hey, it's right next to the liquor store. Oh, I know where that's at. Right. You know what I mean? That really helps. <laughs> right. You yeah, give, that does help. You give a landmark yeah, and people know. And, and, you know, especially with you, is that when you drive by on, on Eastbound 70, I mean, his, and, and I'm going to ask you a nutty question on that. Have you gotten any people who've come? To your church and said, "Hey, man, I was driving to behind the highway and saw your church. And decided to come on in." Yeah, it's actually pretty remarkable. Um, we we get a lot of guests from that. That's pretty pretty wild. In fact, it's it's the the number one reason people come is because a friend invited them, and the number two reason right now is because they were driving by on the interstate and saw us. So that's uh, that's a new thing for us because we have only been in this building for um, for six months, really. Um, so that's been a change and. We, uh, we gladly accept it, and it's been kind of fun. You know what they always say about real estate, location, location, location. you got a great location yeah. now. Can't miss it. Yeah, we really believe, like, uh, God just dropped this location in our lap. We were a portable church for so many years at the meeting at the YMCA, and so uh, it's been awesome to be able to have our own, our own home, and um, we really feel like the best is yet to come. Once again, tomorrow, noon to parking lot. You can pre-register. What's that address again if you want to guarantee you get a box of uh, fruit and produce? Yeah, it's graceriver.cc forward slash food relief. That's graceriver.cc forward slash food relief. Chris, it's always a pleasure. And, and you know, I don't want to belabor this, but um, um, your wife and two daughters, everything doing okay now? Oh, yeah, everything's going well. You know, uh, they, they did test positive for COVID back in the beginning of all this, back in, back in April. And so it's uh, it's been a uh, it was a tough road, but man, they're they're better now, and um, everybody's back to life as normal. And um, yeah, my wife's an ER nurse, and so she's just plugging along, and um, we're uh, we're doing this thing. Can, can I ask you a nosy question? Yeah. Did she ever come home for work and say, "Chris, you're not going to believe what happened tonight at the ER"? Yeah, there's a lot of stories. Um, <laughs> yeah. but you can't share the names. But you can share the stories. I, time, I, it's I, like, wow. Yeah, I bet you there are. I bet you she she goes home some nights and goes, man, I've never seen that before, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's, um, it's it, there's always a fun story. That's for sure. So yeah. 
and I feel like my stories can't really match hers, so I just let her let her talk. Yeah, well, all you got to do is if you talk to somebody who's worked in the ER, a policeman or a fireman or an EMT, they all have unbelievable stories. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> it's like, what? That happened? And I know that firsthand because I put myself through college as, the first, as a police dispatcher, and I still remember some of the goofy stuff that went on. Uh, you know, people who would like, okay, what planet are they from? You know what I mean? It's like, why would they have done that or did that, or why would they think that? Anyway, we'll talk about that later. Chris, thank you so much. Appreciate the fact that uh, uh, you're out there doing good things for the community, and thank you so much for doing business with us. Appreciate you, Brad. You guys take it easy. I hope you have a great weekend. 746. Westplex 107.1. It is BS in the morning. I'm Shelly. She is Brad. It is 755 on a Friday morning. Not just any Friday morning. The 19th anniversary of 9-11 of uh, September 11th, 2001. A a tremendously, um, um, well, I guess terrible day for... A lot of people in the United States, uh, just like yesterday, we talked about the fact I was reminded that yesterday, last night, people went to bed uh, with their loved ones, and uh, this morning, some of their loved ones were no longer with us. Actually, the time is coming up next hour. So anyway, uh, we'll talk about it a little bit next hour. Can you stick around for another couple minutes, or you got to get out of here? Sure. Sure? Is that just sure? Come on. You can give me... Come on. When I ask you for, for more in-depth, I want something like... My neighbors never talk to me anyway because they think I don't own a bra. That's what I'm looking for. Thank you, Brad. <laughs> I'm so glad that you were able to pick that one up. Or. What does the fox say? Or. That's the kind of Shelly I'm looking for. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, Shelly I'm, can't come out and play right now. I'm, Shelly's I'm, busy working. I'm, I'm reading more stuff on the game last night. And, and you know who Chris Collinsworth is? You probably don't know who he is, do you? I don't. He's a former NFL player, and he's one of the NBC broadcasters. And the last night, uh, his quote was, uh, before the game started, uh, I feel like, quote, I feel like I have to start off by saying I stand behind these players 100%. 100%. What they're trying to do is bring positive change in this country that, frankly, is long, long overdue. Let's just get that out of the way and go call a football game. You know, so some people are going, I can't believe he said that. Man, you know, you just can't say anything anymore. You know what I'm saying? I could say French fries are delicious. And someone's going, yeah, but they, but they'll, they'll clog up your arteries, and and you're you're killing potatoes, and and you're using you know vegetable oil to fry things, and using electricity, which is going to cause global warming. Okay, whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, you know, no matter what you do anymore, somebody's like, you, that's not good. That's not good. You know. You know who has the best? I do know. You know who uh-huh. has? You know who has the best life? We do. No, the panhandlers. Still with the panhandlers. Want to go down and be I'm, with your brethren, don't I'm you? I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I want to do it. I'm going to do it someday. You got embarrassed when I said I was going to do that that one day. You know, I'll be out there. On the, you know. Now, the interesting thing is I talked to, and you know what's funny? I told you that one day I talked to two or three panhandlers, and they gave me all sorts of clues on how to do it. And they said, That's good. They, so you've got the inside scoop. <laughs> well, these were, I'm panhandling. Hey, I'm if, so proud. If, if you want to learn how to play golf, you go talk to the golf pro, right? If you want to learn how to play the piano, you play someone who's, you know, you find someone who is very good at playing the piano. You want to find out how to be a panhandler, you talk to the people who do it every day and make money at it, right? Simple as that. And if you want to learn how to get in the radio business, don't talk to Shelly and I because uh, you'll never do it. 
Right. You'll you'll be you're funny. You'll be doomed to you know working at KRAP for the rest of your life, and who would want that, right? I don't have a problem with it. By the way, I posted this on my Facebook page yesterday. Bud and Broadway are looking for a gig, and I offered them a job and crap, and they wouldn't take it. Remember I told you I called them up and talked to them? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. My, I feel bad. I mean, not bad for them. I feel bad for me. I mean, here they're looking for a job. That's like somebody said, oh, I can't find a job. Hey, I'll hire you. Well, no, I want a real job. Hey, this is a real job. You can work on a real radio station, K-R-A-P. Oh, no, I don't want to work in crap. Okay, well, put that in your resume. People go, oh, my God, you worked at crap? That's the world-famous radio station. Everybody knows about crap, but they wouldn't do it. It's funny because I put it on. I put the actual want ad. If you saw that on my Facebook yesterday. I did. I took the actual want ad from one of our broadcast publications and put it on there. And then I don't know which one. There To me, Bud and Broadway, I don't know. To me, they're, you know, it's sort of like, you know, the problem with that is, is I don't know which one's which. You know, it's different if you're watching them on TV and, you know, like, okay, that's the short guy with the long hair and that's the, the tall guy with the short hair. You know, you know what I mean? And But, you know, on radio, it's like, you know, because they never say, I'm Bud and I'm Broadway. You know, just like like I always say, and that's like when I identify, I say I'm Shelly and she's Brad, and then you know which one is which. So when you go on our website, you'll say, "Oh yeah, Shelly, she's the dumb looking one, and Brad, he's the good looking gal." Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's seven fifty nine. Westplex one hundred seven point one. It is BS in the morning eight oh six on a Friday morning, and don't forget. We got our new weekend, a uh, pre-weekend thing here. You want to hear it again? She- Shelly just loved it. She says, will you play that again? Yeah, that's exactly what I say, Brad. Oh, here it is. This weekend safety brief. Don't add to the population. Don't subtract from the population. Don't end up in the hospital, newspaper, or jail. If you end up in jail, establish dominance quickly. Have a good weekend. Okay, there you go. Advice for the weekend. Don't add to the population. Don't subtract from the population. You know what that means, right? I guess it's like don't pro- procreate and uh, <laughs> don't, don't kill, kill anybody. Don't kill anybody, right? <laughs> don't add to the population. Don't subtract from the population. Okay. I get these things from time to time. You know, you see these things. It's like, okay, this this is a person. Okay, first off, um, I get this thing Was it was where, where it's um, people's yachts. I get these press releases, okay? Simon Cowell's yacht. Guess how much it is? How much he paid for it? Uh, two two million five. Seventy three million, and you can rent it. Wow, I was a little off. Yeah, you can rent it for three hundred and twenty nine thousand dollars a week. That's that's all it is. Okay, now also, <laughs> I want to get your reaction to this. You know, it started with Ben and Jerry's with all these crazy weird ice cream flavors. You know the names they name. Okay, there's this company called Hudsonville, which is has been around for a while. It makes ice cream, and their new ice cream is. Deer tracks. No, <laughs> they Ben and Jerry's has moose tracks. Okay, but what what is that? I mean, I mean, to me, when someone says deer tracks, I think of mouse tracks, which is something I don't want to eat. You know what I'm saying? Get what I'm the saying only with thing that? I can think of is deer tracks is probably chocolate and caramel and yeah, nuts but, but and what, but same thing what's a mouse track i mean what you say moose track what's a moose track i mean what is my mind just perverted all right i think like okay yeah <laughs> when you see like you know when the moose walks along you know when the you know the horses walk along you know remember when you go to a parade you know uh they always try to keep the horses near the end of the parade why is that 
Because of the poop. Right, so that the marching band doesn't have to walk, march through the poop. And they usually have the guys at the very end of the parade who are like there with the shovels and the wheelbarrows or the pickup trucks and they're picking up. So, and that's the horse tracks, right? That's what the horses leave yes. behind. So, why would you want to eat moose tracks or deer tracks? Does that make any sense? I think, I, I don't know, Brad. <laughs> I, I mean, got nothing. I mean, I'm sorry. Why would you? I mean, why would you name it that? To me, I you know, I mean, I don't get because that. Because it's cute and fun and trendy. That's why. Okay. Now, here's the other thing. Okay. Ben and Jerry no longer own the ice cream. They sold it to somebody. But they're okay. All, so it's not Ben and Jerry. Well, it's but Jerry it's still Ben else. and Jerry's. But they're always on TV. You know, telling you, you know, or on social media, you shouldn't do this and you should do that. And this person's a jerk and you shouldn't pay any attention to this politician. This politician. I mean. When somebody does that, if someone says, and, you know, like, let's say if, if, I'll pick a name, um, Tom Hanks. If Tom Hanks said, I'm Tom Hanks, and you should never go eat at XYZ, you know, to me, that's a reason for me to go eat at XYZ. You know, I'm going, well, I'll show him. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, because normally it's some, like, social justice or something like that. Like, they, they use blah, 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 blah. Okay, whatever. You know? I mean, it's like... It, it, is is that, that just like President Trump saying, don't, let's just not use Goodyear? Well, I mean, but, but you know darn well, and that's a good point. There are a lot of people that went out and go like, I'm, you know, I'm not using those Michelin tires anymore. I'm buying Goodyear because they hate Trump. So if Trump says don't buy Goodyear, they're buying Goodyear. You know, and it works both ways. The people that love Trump go like, yeah, right. I'm not buying Goodyear tires. You know, and, and, and I, I'm, this whole boycott thing, you know, it's like the whole cancel culture, the whole boycott thing, okay? Yeah. Because of the fact that, that a company, you know, I mean, I get it if they're like, you know, if they're like, you know, you find that they're guilty of like some terrible, heinous crime and they went, oh, we thought we'd never get caught. I get that. You know, but if it's like some company that's like, you know, trying to do their good, you know, do a job and provide a product or something like that. You know, I mean, I mean, like, like uh, uh, to me, I'm not a big Starbucks fan. You know, A, um, I'm not a coffee drinker. B, the stuff's overpriced. And C, you know, I'm not real wild about their politics. But that's not, you know, but that's like C for me. It's not, if, you know, occasionally I'll go to Starbucks, meet somebody there. And, you know, it's like, okay, fine. I'll drink one of the cappuccinos or whatever that was, frozen dealy or whatever it is. Because it's like ice cream. You know, no big deal. But yet I'm not going to go to some place, you know, because of the fact that, that are not go to some place because the Tom Hanks. And same thing, like you brought up the thing with Trump, you know, once again, you know. Once again, I mean, why Why is it that I should say? Now, with advertising, we tell you about places and we tell you the good places, you know, that we think you should go to because, you know, like, for example, tomorrow you can get free food. Chris Heifel, Grace River Church, you know, you show up, you get a box of food. What do you say, 30, $30 or 30 pounds of fruit and, pro, of fruit and produce? I think it was a lot more than that. I yes. Was, I thought it was 30 pounds. Anyway, still. 30, oh, that people are getting? Yeah, 30 pounds. Isn't yes. each box 30 yes. pounds? and they'll be all boxed. Right, right. And you just drive up, they put it in your trunk or your back seat, and you just move on. 30 pounds is a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? That's, that's it not, really is. That's like the, not like they're giving an apple and a pear. You know, you're getting a bunch, of, a bunch of stuff there. And, you know, once again, we tell you to do that. Why? Well, first off, you know, because uh, we think he's a good guy. 
Uh, we like what he's doing. Uh, you and I have seen him move from starting his church in his in his um, um, you know living room in his house to moving to what John Weldon Middle School was that where they where they were where the grade school which it was, yep they were at John Weldon right and then and they then went to they the, moved on to the YMCA YMCA and now they've got their own building right you know in like six years. And I remember first meeting him, and he came from Springfield, and he says, you know, my name's Chris Heifel. I'm going to start a church. And I'm going like, and my name's Donald Trump Jr., and I'm going to be the next president. And he laughed at me, and I laughed at him. And we just got on great from that, right? Remember? It sounds like something that, that actually happened, actually. <laughs> it didn't. I'm making it up. I'm making it up. Okay, so Shelly This is a man who brings diapers. Oh, no, Adult no. diapers well, to Grace River Church. The reason for that, that remember, remember he said, remember on the air, he said, I still have it somewhere. I should I should pull that off and, and use that as one of my drops. Uh, when he was opening up his new church, they had the grand opening, and I said something about, hey, you know, maybe I'll show up. And he said, if you show up at my church, I will pee in my pants. Isn't that not exactly what he said? That is what he said, yes. <laughs> So that morning I showed up at his church and I brought him a box or not a box, but one of those plastic things of depends. And I go, okay, Chris, go ahead, you know, go in the back room. You even got him name brand. I'm like, go, go change, you know, you know, drop your drawers, take your undies off, put these on and just get ready to, uh, you know, do what you told me you were going to do because I am here. You know, I'm not going to check that you did it. That's sort of ucky. But, you know, you said you were going to do it. So do it, dude. You know what I mean? You know. You know, shut up or put up or shut up, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that's something <laughs> or, that you would tell or, Chris. Or put out or shut up, I guess in that case would be. Uh, <laughs> what? Put out or shut up. You know, it's like, it's like you know, if you go into, like, the hospital, you do the input-output stuff. You know what input-output is? I do. Okay, well, it's the same thing, you know. Is right? it FIFO or LIFO? No, you know, input-output. You know, they... they, they <laughs> I know what input-output is. I know what you're right. saying. I just don't understand why you said it. They, they met... Well, because, once again, I mean, like, you know, I'm gonna, I, wanna, I want him to prove to me that he really peed in his pants. Oh, man. <laughs> what, because you're from the Show Me State? Yeah, I'm, I'm from, from the Show Me show State. Me. God, is that the worst? If, and, 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 and remember... If, it, if there are not pictures, it never happens. Is, is, is that the worst state motto or what? The show me state, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, like you know, and what, what is it sort of the connotation of that is like, we're all stubborn people. We're not going to do anything until you prove it. You know, you tell us that you can go to work every day and make money. Prove it. Show me. You, you said you can drive the car down the highway and it won't go off into the ditch. Show me. You know, does, isn't that sort of like the idea you get from that when the show me state? Like, show me, right? That's exactly the, the idea that I get. Yeah, and I don't think it's a positive idea. No, it's I not think it's really. a negative idea. You know, we should be like, the, you know, you see, see, if I were in charge of marketing for the, the state of Missouri, you know what I'd do? You know what a state state Lord motto would be? Lord only knows what you would do. State, we're the state that kicks butt. Would be the KB state, the kick butt state. And we're not talking uh-huh. about pork. We're talking Let's put about that on licenses. Yeah. <laughs> 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 would, but see, see, kick butt. Once, Take a, once again, okay, with the call letters of our other station, KRAP. Okay, how many times do I have to tell somebody what our call letters are, and they'll never forget? You know what I'm saying? That's true. I mean, how many how many pictures through the years have you seen where people get off of the highway and go stand in front of our sign and take a selfie 
at our radio station sign. How many? How many of those you've seen? I mean, I shoot them to you from time to time. You know, and you know, and somebody and funny because some people will send them to me. They're not my friends on Facebook, so I don't see them. And somebody who is like a friend of mine will say, "Hey, this is my friend Jim," and you know, I thought you'd find his picture interesting. And it's them down at the transmitter site in front of the crap sign, right? Yeah, that's true. And I still have people that say, well, you're not an officially licensed FCC station. Yes, we are. You know, you know, there was one I saw the other day. There was, I don't know if it's still or not, but this was like an alternative radio station, like a KDHX. I don't know if you know what that is in St. Louis. It's like a bunch of hippies that run a radio station. Um, Aren't we a bunch of hippies that <laughs> no, run a radio a bunch, station? No, we're not a bunch of hippies. Okay, well, but, I'm a hippie. Okay, with, anyway, it chron- chronicled the station. I believe <laughs> okay, it was... Okay, moving on. I believe... See, I always say the time. Yeah. Whenever we need to take a break. Yeah. You know, to kind of shut you up. Right. You always say, um, okay, anyway, moving on. And then you just kind of disregard anything I say. No, but what I was going to say was this station, it I, don't, I don't know if the callers are still used, but it used to be, it was Crab, K-R-A-B. And it was like, in, you know, it was like in Seattle or something like that. I mean, do they have Crab in Seattle? I mean, they're Crab in the Pacific Ocean off of Seattle. I have no idea. Okay, well, that was the station. It was crap. And there used to be all sorts of great call letters. I mean, like Casey, you know, and nobody does it anymore. Now, it's the eagle. It's the fox. It's the, it's the, you know. What does the fox say? It's, it's <laughs> now. It's now 96.3. It's Y98. It's Z1077. Nobody uses their call letters. You know what the call letters of Z1077 are? I do not. KSLZ. Really? Yeah, and and there used to be a God Squad station in town, thirteen eighty. The callers in that used to be KSLG, and that was St. Louis God. That's what they they, they called it. We're the St. Louis God huh. station, STSSLG. And then there was then there was um, I think what was the other ones we're hearing? We had K a long time ago before before Y ninety eight before the original KSOQ. It was K Arch K R C H, and it was like the Arch K Arch. But huh. the only problem was, you know, what everybody called it Sarch. <laughs> Crotch radio. No. Oh, <laughs> it's, 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 that's cute. Yeah, KRCH, and that, and that, and when everybody, you know, there's one like KRCH, and people, oh, it's crotch, you know, and people, okay, that didn't work. And and we used to have, oh, in, that is hilarious. In, in, people are so funny, aren't in they? In St. Louis, the, 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 the call letters were, um, it was for what 97 1 used to be, and that was, what was it, K. K something or other KC, K, K, KXKC or something like that. And they actually gave the call letters to a station in Kansas City. I can't remember the name. There was something like that. It was something with KC in it. You know, I mean, all the different call letters have been here. You know, and we still have, we still have, we're sort of unique in the St. Louis area that we have three, three letter call letter signs here in St. Louis. WEW, WIL, and KSD. And those are, and by the way, did you know this? Did you know what's sort of interesting about 19, about, about uh, the year 2020 and the year 2021? What? There's a bunch of radio stations having their 100th anniversary. Radio stations have been on the air for 100 years in 20 and 21. Now, the problem is some of the stations, they can't find the official history of when the station first came on the air because some of them came on as experimental stations. And they had different weird call letters like 3VBX or something weird, stuff like that. Uh, but it's generally accepted that most of the commercial, that the first commercial stations in the United States went on the air in either 1920 or 1921. And before, and I used to teach this when I taught this uh, in college, it wasn't the FCC, it was the FRC, the Federal Radio Commission. 
1934, with the Communications Act of 1934, it did away with the FRC and started the FCC because they saw on the horizon there was going to be more than just radio. There was going to be television. Even in the 30s, they knew television was, was happening. And some people claim there was actually television in the 30s. But they knew that was going to happen. So in other words, the, F- the FRC went bye-bye, and the Communications Act of 1934 put a lot of rules, in which to this day we are still bound by us and radio. There's still a lot of rules that date back to 1934 for us um, and that have created the FCC, Federal Communications Commission. How's that for trivia, right? Every day I walk away with a golden nugget. And that's when we, and that's huh? and that's when you get that off the internet, but you don't get it here. <laughs> no, that's not true. Every day uh, I learn something yeah, from this show. Yeah, every day I learn something what not to do. That's the problem that I have. I well, wait. there's that as well. I go but, to bed at night and think to myself, well, I screwed this up. This went wrong. This blew up in my face. Okay, well, I'm not going to do that tomorrow. Okay, we're done. But from it. What's that? You learned from it. I learned from it. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> it is. So it's just um, it's just like me. See, it's Friday. Just like don't me. forget about Chris Highfill and Grace River Church. If, yep. You know, you can go to graceriver.cc forward slash. What was it? Tight underwear. <laughs> I'm sorry. Tight underwear. No, it wasn't. Stop it. <laughs> food relief. That's what it was. Graceriver.cc forward slash food relief. And that's happening on Saturday. Um, please, there's if you need it, please go. Okay. Yep. And uh, have a great have a great weekend, everyone. And Brad, we, what are you going to do this weekend? By the way, I am going to look at the picture of you and Smash all weekend long. I know. I got to see Sir Smashington yesterday, and did, I got to shake his hand, and he you, took a selfie with me. Did and, you Did you put that up on your Facebook page? I haven't done that yet. No. Oh, you got to put that up in your Facebook page. I know. <laughs> I was so excited. I was like, I'm in royalty. I'm yeah. not worthy. <laughs> there you go. Okay, we're done. 823. Have a great day.